And what did end up happening was I eventually made the team officially, but there was no overwhelming feeling of happiness at all. All that there was was just a feeling of relief. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. And welcome everyone to episode 24 of the Waiting Game Podcast. I'm Brandon Wakeling, Olympian and multiple-time representative at the Commonwealth Games. And it's also worth mentioning that this is the very first episode that I'll be putting on YouTube, so if you're someone like myself that likes to put a face to a podcast, I know I like to have a video podcast in the background at times, so what I'm going to do is put a link into the bio of this podcast, so if you want to watch it on YouTube, it'll be as easy as that. And in this episode, I'll be touching on something that I've been trying to work on intently over the past few years, specifically in my weightlifting career. During my earlier years, I was very much of a sleep on a win, wake up with a loss type mentality towards my training, and also mainly to the fact that I was striving to reach higher levels in competition. And it was more so in a way to combat complacency and that feeling of comfort as I felt that that was detrimental to my progress in weightlifting. And with that, I found myself pushing to new highs and trying to reach and reach and reach in terms of achievement on paper. And while doing that, I found that I didn't have or give myself any time to really reflect on any of my past achievements along the way, and I was always just looking forward. And this led to success, but with that success, I never really had any feeling of happiness or satisfaction with the goals that I had been achieving along the way. What I did receive, though, as a feeling once I'd achieved those goals was relief. Relief that I had achieved what I had set out at the time and also avoided that negative feeling that would have been associated and would have been overwhelming if I had not achieved those said goals that I'd set out. And this has been something over the past few years in particular that I've been trying to deconstruct and change, and I feel like I've been succeeding in doing so. And I believe this is because it really makes me think whether the goals that I've set out are actually goals worth pursuing, or if they're more pseudo-goals that are more so being set as a method to fill some kind of void, or simply that identity as an athlete making these goals something that you feel that you innately need to do. So what I'll do is I'll reflect back on two situations where I was heading into two milestone events, the the two biggest milestone events for me. One was the 2018 Commonwealth Games, which was my first big international event. And of course, the second one being the Olympic Games, where I pursued these with two different approaches. So for those that don't know, the 2018 Commonwealth Games was my first real ambitious goal in weightlifting. Before I even wanted to be state champion or national champion, I wanted to go straight for the the 2018 Commonwealth Games 
just as I had deemed this as an event that would be life-changing if I were to achieve the goal of qualifying for the team. And this goal is what made me change my whole lifestyle to try to achieve. So I went from training five sessions a week to 11 sessions a week, not pursuing my career once I graduated from university. I took two off-hour jobs, one being a janitor where I would clean a pub in early mornings, the second one being at a bottle shop where I was the bottle shop attendant late nights on the weekend. I didn't move out of home because I couldn't afford it. And I severely limited my time with friends and family because I was essentially out pretty much all of the day pursuing this goal. And then I was in bed early because I would have training the next day. Essentially just putting all my eggs in this one basket being this one event that I was aiming for years down the track. And with that ambitious goal that I set, I found myself so entwined in this process that even every day on the drive to and from training or whenever I was in my own company, I would find myself constantly daydreaming about how happy I was going to feel once I'd finally made this team officially. Even fantasizing about an exact lift or moment in which this dream that I'd set out would become a reality. And what did end up happening was I eventually made the team officially, but there was no overwhelming feeling of happiness at all. All that there was was just a feeling of relief, which was a little anticlimactic for me at the time as I thought there was going to be some rocky moment where I fight all the way up until the end and then have that one moment where it all kind of actualizes for me, but that didn't necessarily happen. This was because I actually made the team easier than I thought. Not to say that I wasn't tested, I've never tried at anything even close to as hard as I did to make this team, and it tested me in every way imaginable, but paired with that, when I'm trying to say that it was easier, I mean that I gained my slot on the Commonwealth Games team with less of a fight than, than what I thought that there was going to be. So this feeling of relief was no real reflection of my efforts put in, but it made me just look past that goal that I had smashed through, and I would made a new goal, which was to win the entire Commonwealth Games event, which was roughly six months after making the team. So it was probably way more of an ambitious task but it's also a reflection of my inexperience and immaturity at the time as well. So fast forward to the event, I went two for six on the day, placed seventh, not as I expected, and just like the lead up to making the Commonwealth Games, I ran an infinite amount of simulations in my head of how the event could go, how it would feel, what I would see, really just painting a picture of how I thought the event was going to go down. And this all created a rude shock to me once I went one for three in the snatch and headed backstage afterwards astonished of just how quick all of my dreams leading up to this event essentially just melted through my hands within minutes. Now, post this event, I obviously took it quite hard on myself and I begun to take a long moment of introspection to try to figure out why I was even trying to aim for the stars in this sense in the first place as I wasn't really becoming a better person by going for all these goals. If anything, it was bringing out the worst sides of myself, and I didn't necessarily respect or want to continue going down this path unless my attitude changed. So 
after a long time of reflection and the changing of personal circumstances once the event had concluded, you know, I'm talking home, work, relationships, I put a lot of work and adopted a more mature attitude in the build-up to the Olympic Games, which the qualifying procedure started less than six months after the 2018 Commonwealth Games. So it was a very lengthy qualification process. So I told myself in the lead-up to this new ambitious task, which entailed me travelling to over seven different countries all around Australia, this is all for qualification competitions, and it also cost me thousands and thousands of dollars just to try and make this team. I told myself to put all of my focus just on the process at hand and not put this actual event being the Olympic Games event on some pedestal like I did the Commonwealth Games. And this was a way and a reminder to myself to value the things that were worth valuing along this process and not focusing on the end result itself. So essentially it was all about effort and then failing despite doing everything I could, was still going to be a victory in my books. And this new perspective allowed me to actually breathe and enjoy my training a little more. It allowed me to be more present and actually focus on the task at hand in my day-to-day training as well, instead of just stressing about some competition that was four years away at the time. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm certainly not a robot that can just flick a switch and act a certain way immediately. There were certainly times in which the pressure got the better of me, especially overcoming specific obstacles like injuries, which really tested me throughout this whole process. Especially at the start of the Olympic year, where I needed to get emergency reconstructive surgery on my middle finger, which was crushed under a weighted barbell when doing push press, and I actually couldn't grip the bar until the month and a half before the Olympic Games and I personally thought that my chances of lifting at the event were really in jeopardy because of this. Obviously I ended up lifting and in turn it ended up just giving me a sense of gratitude for making the event. Now reflecting back to the 2018 Commonwealth Games event, I was in my own little scared shell during the competition and to me it essentially felt like I was going into the belly of the beast. After putting the competition on a pedestal for years prior, I really thought the event meant something more than what it really did. And it was once I'd gone through experiences such as this one where it helped me gain the understanding that the actual event itself doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things and the value is more predicated on the effort put in in the lead up and the way that you carry yourself as well. And then once I realized this, it in turn helped me be more present in competitions, be able to open up to the crowd, to the camera, and just have more fun with the process instead of hiding in this scared little shell the whole time. And when I look outside of the general scope of being an athlete with the training and the competitions, something that has helped myself be more fulfilled as an athlete and give me more satisfaction and motivation to persevere, as you couldn't tell, is sharing my experiences, educating, coaching, interacting with the community. Essentially just trying to pass on some value that I've gained from all of these unique opportunities, such as the Olympic Games, for instance. It also gives me a sense of purpose beyond the scope of just being an elite athlete. I feel it can be tough for athletes that have their self-identity so intertwined with just being an elite athlete. 
but I think I'll save that specific topic of athlete identity for another week down the track. So on that note, as always, I thank you to everyone that listens and then also those that may potentially watch on YouTube. Be sure to leave a like, comment, subscribe, review the podcast, and I will catch you all next week at the same time for a fresh episode. Talk to you then. Thank you.